0: for godliness is 1st Timothy chapter 4 verse 8 and as you can see I will read from ESV for a while bodily training is of some value godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come 1st Timothy chapter 4 verse 8 First Timothy chapter four verse eight. For while bodily training is some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. At the beginning of this, we saw that bodily exercise does profit a little. We should try to do all that we can to take care of our body, that is temple of the Holy Spirit. Yet when body exercise is compared to godliness, it really has no value. We spent looking at what godliness is not, is not about our outer appearance. We need a change of heart. We need to replace our heart of stone with a heart of flesh. We do that by being born again when we believe in Jesus with our heart and confess his name with his mouth that he is Lord. That's how we receive the gift of salvation. Along with that, the blood of Christ makes us holy. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us until the day of Christ. And for a while, we took at what godliness is. We saw that wanting to be pure and holy is one of them. We saw wanting to glorify God is another one. And in the last audio we saw that wanting to glorify god to be godly is wanting to share the gospel we see that the great commission was written in the first five books of the new testament and it is a command from jesus to go share the gospel and he said in matthew chapter 10 that when we brought before others that we should not be anxious and we should not be worried because the Holy Spirit will speak through us. The Spirit of Truth will remind us of all the things that Christ has taught us. And now we are at the last part of this series. We are going to look at one more act of what godliness is. To go there, I'm going to take us right over to Matthew chapter 20 verses 25 to 28 and I will reveal on another act of godliness. Matthew chapter 20 verses 25 to 28. And this came after The apostles, the sons of Zebedee, wanted Jesus to give them the privilege of sitting right next to him. And he told them that it's not something that he could give to them. And Jesus used his time to teach them on what it means to be great. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be among you but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever will be first among you you must be your slave, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as ransom for many. Along with wanting to pursue holiness, glorify God in all that we do, and sharing the gospel, serving others, others like jesus says is another act of godliness when we combine holiness wanting to glorify god sharing the gospel and serving others its aim is to glorify god it's an act of obedience to god to glorify him that is godliness at its highest Wanting to glorify God in all that we say and do and obey Him. When the Son of God lived 30 plus years on this earth, He gave us an example to follow. He said, I did not come to be served, but to serve. Another example of Jesus serving is found in John chapter 13. In John 13, Jesus washes His feet and we see that story began in 12 when he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place he said to him well actually we see why he did it explain in verse 12 he says do you understand what i have done to you you call me teacher and lord and you are right for so i am if then your lord and teacher have washed your feet you also ought to wash one another's feet for I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than one who sent him. Jesus washed his disciples' feet because he wanted to give them an example to follow. He was given the example of a servant. As followers of Christ, we are servants. We serve others for the purpose of glorifying God. We serve others to have an opportunity to share the gospel with them through building a relationship. That's what Jesus did on earth in his three years ministry. He built relationship with others. He did not just do miracles, signs, and wonders, but he involved his life with others others. He built that relation where he puts himself in the place to reveal to him that, reveal to them that he is a son of God. He is the Messiah. He gave us an example to follow. And in the same chapter, Jesus says this to his disciples in John chapter 13 verses 34 and 35. He says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You're all to love one another. But this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That's another thing that sets us apart. That our love for each other reveals that we are disciples of Christ. We do not serve others so we could edify and be great and glorify ourselves. We serve others because we love God. We want to express that love in all that we do. And the second greatest commandment is to love others as Christ has loved us. And we serve others for that reason, as expression of love towards others. Serving others is to glorify God, to express our love to Him, and our love towards others. That is an important act to follow and do. That is a commandment. Now, what happens when we don't love others as Christ has commanded us? Well, let's look at what it says in 1 John chapter 2, verses 9-11. John writes, Whoever says he is in the light, in other words, born again, and hates his brother, is still in darkness. So we have hatred towards others. We are not in the light, but are still in the dark. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded. Hate is work of the flesh. We are all born with hatred. You don't have to teach a child how to hate others because it already knows how to do that. Well, when we receive a heart of flesh, that hatred is replaced with love. It should be replaced with love. We should have love for others. Because if we don't have love for others, we do not have the light. Now, it's so important to not just say we love others without any acts. Love without acts is dead faith. Look at what it says in James chapter 2, verses 14 and 17. He says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If your brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them the things need for the body, what good is that? So also by faith itself, it does not have works, is dead. Without fruit, your faith is dead. Without works, your faith is dead. Without acts, love is dead. So if we just say, yeah, we love our brothers and sisters, but don't give them things when we can give to them with what we have, we are not showing love. We are not obeying the commandments of Jesus. Jesus says a new command I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you. Now, I want to close serving others with this one. In 1 John chapter 3, verses 14 and 18. John writes, We know that we have passed out of death unto life. Because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world goods and sees his brother's need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. To love indeed and in truth is to share the love of God with others. When we have things and we know that we can give them but do not give them, we do not have the love of Christ in us. We are not abiding in Him. Therefore, we ought to serve others out of a love for God and a love for them. And again, the acts of godliness are. Wanting to pursue holiness. Wanting to glorify God in all that we say and do. Share the gospel with others and serve others. We do all these things not to show the world that we're holy and that we could have glory to ourselves by their expression and their appreciation. But we do it out of our hearts. We do it out of the love of God and love for others. We want to obey God. We want to honor and glorify Him. Because we too should want others to be born again and have eternal life. And that concludes Godliness Is. The Revelation Podcast is also over at Spotify, YouTube, and Rumble. Over at Spotify, it is the Revelation Podcast. Over at YouTube, it is the Patmos Channel. And over at Rumble, it is Patmos Island.